Hey you guys, it's your girl Brianna Bell. Welcome to It's Black and White. If this is your first time listening in, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you came through. If it's not your first time, welcome back, friend. And I appreciate your loyalty, like for real. (laughs) Either way, you guys, I'm just so thankful just so thankful that God is using me to be able to pour into you guys lives I just pray that every word that I speak from the Lord just ministers to you and really makes a change really helps you know the body of Christ that's just truly where my heart is um so as you guys saw why you clicked on this link God is saying that your spouse's conversion is any day now any day now it's that saw to paw transformation any day now okay so before i get into it i want to open up in prayer and i just want to say father we thank you so much for this word we receive it with open arms and we trust father god because you're not a man so you do not lie i know we know god that you said that you were going to do this thing and this is not the first time you've said this to us so we stand god on your word and we trust that this is what's going to happen we are excited we are anticipating you to move and we just thank you so much for your wisdom we thank you so much for the reminder and even taking us deeper into what you've already shown us what i mean is like better understanding god we just thank you for that god i pray for myself god as i speak to your people lord that I humble myself before you and your people. I pray, God, that you will anoint my mouth, God. That only the words that you want to come out uh, will come out, God. I just bind up my flesh, my emotions, my thoughts, my wills, Lord. In Jesus' name, and I just pray that your will be done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So, I am going to be reading from the books of Acts chapter 9 verses 1 through 22 this is a very familiar story i think which is really where um you guys know saul was saul was on the road to damascus and on his way he has an encounter with god and completely changes his life right i'm not gonna ruin the story (laughs) so i'm gonna actually read Uh, verses 1 through 22 with you and I'm going to be stopping at every verse where God gave me a revelation in regards to our spouses okay if you don't have a bible don't even worry about it because I'm about to read it for you and um, if you do I strongly encourage you still to you know if you don't have one get one and um, be sure to even just read it yourself Whenever you feel led to. But I think it's so important that you too read the word. Because God will actually give you even more revelation regarding your situation. Because even though like this is kind of a broad statement of what God is going to do. I believe that there's still... God can be very specific in certain areas that only you would know, right? And only I would know because... We have different spouses, we have different walks, we have different relationships. It's just how amazing God is. He makes it personal for us, right? So yeah, I just strongly encourage you guys to do that. 
So let's get started. I'm going to be reading from verse one. And it says, meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the church in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, uh, which I believe to Christ, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he heard, as he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice um, saying to him, Saul, why do you persecute me? So I'm going to stop right there. And I wanted to tell you guys, so what God told me is that, or showed me while Saul was on his way, right? Just to do what he's been doing. He's been persecuting Christians. He's been killing and just been after Christians because he just did. That's just what he did. <laughs> I don't really know the detail as to why he was like that, but he wasn't feeling Christians. Okay. So how I see it is that was his sin. He was just doing what he normally does. Okay. So he was on his way to commit the same sin he's been doing. Right. But Saul didn't even feel bad. He didn't feel bad for what he was doing. He didn't have any, you know, remorse or anything. So maybe your spouse is out here doing whatever it is that he or she wants to do and is not considering your feelings, not considering the family's feelings, not considering their job, whatever. They don't see what they're doing is wrong, right? So um, this is basically a decision that Saul made it's because it's something he wanted to do, okay? Also, uh, God gave me the revelation is that <laughs> as Saul was on his way to do what he wanted to do, it was just another day. You know, it was a, a beautiful day in the neighborhood for him, right? Just another day getting up, doing what he had to do. But Jesus literally stopped him in his tracks, he stopped him. It was completely random. There was no sign that Jesus was coming or nothing, right? Just boom. He had an encounter with God. And it was so extraordinary that it blinded Saul. It blinded him, okay? So now I'm going to start. Uh, verse 5 says, Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground but when he opened his eyes he could not see. So they led him by the hand to Damascus. For three days he was blind and he did not eat or drink anything. So from verse five, God is going, God is saying he's going to have to have an encounter with your spouse so that they will stop. God is going to stop your spouse in his or her tracks. And when he does that, they will hear and they will know that it's God. We don't know how that's going to look. I don't know if God's going to blind them. I don't know how that will look, you know. And it's not really much of our concern, but just know they're going to have an encounter with God, okay? And then verse 8, um, what the revelation God gave me is that Saul cannot see anymore, 
right? Because the Lord wanted Saul to depend on God. So whatever it is and however it is that God does this to your spouse, to my spouse, it's going to be in such a way that they're going to have to depend on God. Okay, our spouses need to see how powerful God is in their own way. So God had to take away Saul's sight. He had to take it away. Um, Another uh, revelation God gave me is that because Saul could not see, you know, whenever a certain part of your body, your senses aren't working, the others are heightened, right? So because Saul could not hear, I mean, Saul could not see, it it gave him the ability to even hear God even more, okay? Because when you can't see, you know, you're hearing, you have to see with your ears. You have to, like, listen, you know what I mean? Or feel like those things are heightened. And I believe that God needed sought to just hear from God. I truly believe it's not state. Well, it is stated because it does say that he was praying. I believe that God was speaking to Saul, I don't know what he was saying, but he was speaking to Saul, you guys. And then we noticed that Saul fasted for three days. It says for three days he was blind and he did not eat or drink. So God literally sat him down. He had nothing else to do but to really listen to the Lord. He denied himself. I don't know if you guys know, but fasting is so powerful it's a it's just a beautiful way for you to humble yourself before god and allow god to speak to you believe it or not before i give the word um most of the time not all the time but god will call me to fast on certain words like that i give (laughs) just depending for whatever reason and even so like if you're stuck whatever it is if you're in a dilemma just fast Really ask the Lord how to fast, like the specifics of how long and all that. But I promise you guys, it is life changing. I can't even tell you how many times I fasted and I've only been uh, converted for like a year and a half. It's been a year and a half. And I fasted like countless times. But, you know, that's a whole nother word. But I just wanted to point that out of how powerful this was and God had to sit uh saw down okay so then verse 11 oh 10 says in Damascus there was a a disciple named Ananias I don't know if I said that right guys but the Lord called to him in a vision Ananias yes Lord he answered the Lord told him go to the house of Judas on straight street and asked for a man from Tarsus named Saul for he is praying in a vision he has seen a man wow seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight so actually you guys yeah um not only was Saul praying to the Lord but God was like speaking to him and showing him things isn't that crazy that god gave him a vision he took away his physical sight but he started to give him the sight or to be able to see in the spirit that's so powerful like i didn't even see that before when i was studying like he just showed me that just now like that is amazing 
Okay, and so what God is saying is the um let me see. Yes. So God was answering Saul's prayer. God I'm going ahead of myself. Hold on. Let me read verse 13. Okay, so Lord Ananias has answered. <laughs> I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who came, all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, go, this man is chosen, is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. This is amazing, right? God sends Ananias to answer Saul's prayer. Do you guys notice that God sent a complete stranger to give not only answer um um what's his name (laughs) Saul's prayer but it's kind of like like to me what it highlights is just God's goodness his greatness just him working in a miracle and I say that because we know like if you read up before when God showed himself it said that Saul was, he wasn't there by himself. There were other people around, right? But God used a complete stranger. You Like, okay, I don't know if y'all, if y'all following me, I don't know. Let me just, <laughs> let me just bring it down. Like, this is such an exciting word for me, okay? But I'm gonna just follow the notes, okay? So notice, God sent a complete stranger. So that highlights the fact of how real God is. He didn't even use the people that was that were there with Saul. The people were around, but they were not experiencing what Saul was experiencing. People were around. We're gonna be there when this thing happens, right? But God doesn't want us to have anything to do with it, really. God doesn't want you putting your hands on it. He doesn't want you confirming. He wants to do this in his own way. Um, For me, what God was saying, I sometimes try to send my husband verses, try to give him encouraging words, or whatever it is that I'm trying to do in my own strength to think that, This is going to help. God does not need our help. You see, he sent a complete stranger. God could have easily touched the people that were there. Someone. He could have touched someone that was there and allowed them to do that. But no, he needed this glory to be even bigger. He needed to show, like, this is what I can do. Okay? God is going to send people in your spouse's life to confirm what they Whenever they experience what they experience, their encounter, God's going to send somebody to confirm that. It can be in a video. It can be like on a YouTube video. It can be a complete stranger at a gas station. It is going to be for them. It doesn't even really include you. This is just literally all about their experience, about their transformation. Okay. Um, let me see. 
oh yeah so then god was saying like anias is like "Uh uh-uh this dude kills christians lord and you trying to send me over there why what is that gonna do but i believe it's showing again highlighting a miracle god can do the impossible the impossible and it's funny because saul is just known for being this way but now he's going to be known for being the complete opposite transformation you guys um Okay, then God was saying, right? Your spouse is a chosen instrument for God. Okay, we need our minds to change and believe what God believes about them. Okay, there is a reason why God is allowing certain things to happen. Why, God? Why are you letting them do this for so long? Why isn't that they don't feel convicted? Why do they not care about how I feel? Why is it nothing that I'm doing is working? All of that, right? Okay, but God doesn't need our help. (laughs) This is all for a reason. This is all for a reason. And it's for God's glory. So it's not going to make sense to us. I just think God, what God needs is is for us to get out the way, honestly. He needs us to get out the way. Okay. So then uh, verse 17. Then Ananias went into the house, uh, went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Paul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit immediately immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he could see again he got up and was baptized you guys he got up and was baptized he wasted no time okay and after think and after taking some food he regained his strength our spouses are not going to waste any time immediately immediately and i think this word um really ministered to me because i've been praying for what felt like so long i was just like god how long is this like i was already on this long journey trying to stand in my marriage and be obedient to you lord and i know what you said about healing my husband but is that gonna be another long process that i'm gonna have to go through like lord i just want to be prepared i mean surely i hope not you know and this is what god was saying like no it's not gonna take a long time because however god does this they're gonna know without a shadow of a doubt that they are done with that they're done with that lifestyle they're washing their hands they are done there and this is something god also told me is that what god does is complete what he does is complete so there won't be any residue of whatever past sins that they used to do god showed me there won't even be backsliding because the way that he's about to do this thing he is going to see he is going to see that he doesn't in a way that our spouses will know for themselves they're not going to want to go back. And God uses myself as an example. He did it for me. It didn't take a long time for me to change my mind for God. And then I was sold out. When I was sold out, I was sold out. I'm no longer tempted to do any of the things that I used to do. Thoughts do cross my mind. Yes. But they're not really temptations. Right? Right? 
their thoughts and I can just cast them out and then I'm good. It's not like how it used to be where I would try to stop in my own will. A thought will come on my mind and now I'm entertaining the thought. And then now, oh, before I know it, I slipped up and I'm doing whatever again. Like, it's nothing like that. Yeah, it crosses my mind. I'm like, nope, bind that up in the name of Jesus and I'm done. Like, I'm done. It is nothing like how it used to be. Okay, so that is what God is saying. It's going to be the same with your spouse. Immediately, the scales are going to fall from their eyes. You know what that means, too? They're going to look at you in a different way. They're going to look at their spouse. I mean, they're going to look at you in a different way. They're going to look at the marriage in a different way. It's going to be valued in a different way. It's going to be completely different. God is speaking transformation. God is speaking conversion. It's not going to be the same. And God's giving your spouse a new name a new identity they are not even going to be able to recognize themselves but you know what what the beautiful thing about god is all of what you've gone through all of what they've gone through is just a testimony it is a testimony that will give god glory it's a testimony that's going to help another couple who's facing something similar because this thing is generational not saying it's a curse but i'm saying like even in the bible we can see there's certain patterns that keep happening certain sins that keep popping up and people need deliverance people god uses us as vessels to help people to get out of that to show people the way this is just beautiful how god is doing this y'all honestly it does not feel like it. It does not feel like it. But I promise you, it is going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Um, What else is God saying? I'm almost done. Okay, so yeah. So God showed me too that my husband was going to pass me up. <laughs> but I was also asking God of how long this was going to take. He was showing me my husband passing me up. Like... It's not a competition. It's just more of highlighting God's glory in this. And just how the flip, how how much he's going to flip this thing. So I was talking to God one day and I was praying and he literally showed me. I was praising God. And I don't even know where I was, but I just knew that I was praising God. This is the vision. As I was praising God, my husband walked past me and started praising God just went way ahead of me I believe that was the vision I don't know like okay y'all see now I don't know I think that was actually someone's testimony oh lord help me with this Either it was the vision or God specifically told me. And the only reason why I know this is because I was upset. I did, I, I, the, when God had first told me that my husband, or if he showed me my husband passing me, passing me, I felt some type of way. And I knew that was pride. But I'm like, how, like, we can be equal, but God, what do you mean, like, pass me up? But what God was showing me that my husband's also going to have a ministry. My husband also is going to 
just be ahead of me. His anointing is going to be even sharper than mine. Like he was just showing me that. And that is something to be excited for, right? Where I should have been, but I was like, I didn't like it. And when he first said it to me, I'm like, I didn't like it, but I got checked. You know, God always checks me, but it is what it is. I'm so sorry for the confusion too about the vision I don't know, like for me, you guys, I listen to a lot of word. I read a lot of word. God shows me a lot of dreams. I get a lot of vision. So sometimes I do get mixed up. Um, I truly apologize for that. I don't ever, ever, ever want to lead anybody astray. And I don't lie. Just to keep that 102. I don't lie, but I don't know. I still don't know if it was a vision that he gave me or if he just told me that either way my husband's gonna pass me up and what God is saying is that when our spouses get to a place of when they know when they are sold out for Christ it's gonna be they're gonna be all in they're gonna be all in and it even says that in this verse here right um It's the second part of 19. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once, he began to preach in the signal, the churches, okay, that Jesus is the son of God. He immediately started to preach. That is what God is saying. It is going to happen, okay? That is all that I have for you guys. Um... To keep it black and white, y'all, God has this. And if you're asking, so how do I help? Like, what is it that God wants me to do in this, right? Because it's tempting to put our hands on it. It's tempting to say and do things because we want this so bad. What God is saying is he wants us to keep believing, to encourage and keep our hearts soft. I think that is so important. Is that we keep our hearts soft. And keep our our hearts open. That is is a balance in, in that. And we're going to pray. I'm going to pray about that um, after this. But And also God is saying. Get out the way. Just let him do it. He is not. God is not going to use you. To do this thing. You know, he, it has to be outside of us, outside of himself, outside of Saul's community. That is how God is going to do this thing. Okay. Um, how God confirmed that to me is actually, I connected with a complete stranger. I connected with a complete stranger recently, and she is such an amazing woman and God was showing me it's gonna be something similar like that for my husband and I'm like wow Lord you know this woman blessed me so much she's been very supportive I don't even really know her I don't even know if it's been a full two weeks of us um maybe it has been I don't know I just know it was very quick I remember praying and asking God for someone um who was like-minded, someone who shared the same value, someone who understood the level of warfare that I go through. And he sent this woman. And I'm like, huh? 
wow, God, like it was, it's just, it's still kind of mind blowing, but that is what God is saying. It's going to be outside of us. Again, it could be through YouTube. It could be through email. It could be when they're at the grocery store, whatever is, but it's not going to be you. And when God had confirmed that to me, it helped me to understand. And now I got to remember, just let go. (laughs) And whenever God does it, he's going to do it. Remember, you guys, it's going to be random. They're going to think that they're going to be doing whatever they've been doing. They're going to think that it's going to be another day. Not knowing it's the day that God's coming. Okay. So I just want to encourage you guys. This is a super long podcast, so I'm going to end this now. I love you guys so, so much, and there will be a prayer following. Bye.